Hello, welcome. This is Attack the Talk, the podcast where we discuss and break down each episode of Attack on Titan in chronological order. As our good friend Eddie Hinston here joins us. What's up, Eddie? Yo. How are you doing, my friend? What up, Eddie? Hope you're enjoying your weekend. And thank you for joining us yes, here tonight. Thank you. Uh, live as we stream on a Sunday night. Um, so today's episode, guys, we will be uh, focusing on... On breaking down part two of season two, episode seven, Close Combat. Of course, joining me in uh, in this episode is none other than Lexi. Hi. Hi, Lex. I'm Lexi. How are you doing? <laughs> if you guys don't know already, I've only yeah. been in like every single episode. Yeah. So how are you doing, Lex? Doing good? I'm pretty good, yeah. Very L- good. A little tired from work, but okay. you know. It is what it is. Very cool. Very cool. Also joining us, as I mentioned, is our f- friend of the show, Eddie Hinston. So, Eddie, What's up, Eddie, let us know in chat how you're doing, my friend. We'd like to know um, how you are. It looks like I'm as well as face says Kyron. Kyron. What's up, Kyron? Friend of the show. Joining us also is Kyron, who says looks like I'm in deep space. AJ, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, Kyron is saying that he has no video, only audio. Sorry, my oh. friend. Hopefully you can go well, ahead and get that fixed. Maybe say hello to you at least. Maybe get a quick little refresh. See if that works. Also, Eddie, hopefully you can see us. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I would recommend a refresh and then refresh and then come back, us. join us. Hopefully you can Eddie, see can us. Can you see us? Because uh, that'd be cool. But yeah, guys. So um, again, we'll be uh, we'll be uh, breaking down part two of close combat mm-hmm. as we. Uh, talked about last week uh, last week was a little different we had um eddie saying me too only audio interesting oh, that's weird uh, i don't know maybe i don't know if there's anything on all on our end but um mm, it looks all good for us yeah i mean considering that i am on a separate account looking at it on the yeah screen, so it looks all Kyron saying that refresh did work. Cool. So okay, good. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, because we, when we first f- tried to join on ours too, it showed nothing. So. Oh yeah, that's that's right. We did try. So yeah, I, would I can't recommend. see you guys unfortunately. Damn oh, it. Dan, Sorry, even Eddie. after refreshing. Sorry, Eddie. I'll just let you know. AJ is dressed very nicely, and I am <laughs> dressed in my one of my gym slash pajama shirts. Very cool. <laughs> um. Yeah. Still a but thank you, Lex. I am doing well. Um, yeah, can't complain about anything really. Mm-hmm. Uh, life is good, and uh, you know it's always nice when you go ahead and kind of end the weekend with uh, talking well, talking about some AOT stuff. I know for sure. some Attack on Titan. So before we get into um, our episode breakdown, you know we have to do a recap. Before the recap, we also have to get into the poll results mm-hmm. and we have to get into the Spotify question. So I'll let you go ahead and handle that, Alex, as you yeah. usually do. This time, I'm going to go ahead and do the poll first. Whoa, keeping you guys on your toes. Wow. Ooh, okay. What are you going to do next? Anyways, <laughs> so the poll from last week that we asked you guys is... Um, so... You're a scout in this crazy situation, and Hanji asks you which squad you want to choose to help fight. Hmm. Um, this is in reference to last episode. Um, and the options are squad one with Hanji to help fight the armored titan. Yeah. Or squad three and four to help deal with the colossal. Interesting. Oof. And I'm getting the 
So I'm getting these first results off of Spotify. Okay. And again, same old fashioned. I'm starting with the lowest voted. So lowest voted at 40% is Squad 1 with Hanji to help fight the armored. Interesting. And then with 60%, Squad 3 and 4 to help deal with the Colossal. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's really interesting. Yeah. I thought that it was... I actually thought it was going to be the other way around in terms of votes. Really? Okay. But I think Hanji... I think it's because... I I think I assumed that there was going to be a Hanji bias. I think that's why. Okay. And then for... Oh. And then on Instagram, same thing. Which squad are you choosing to help? Uh, it's a little... Actually, it's almost... Identical? Completely flipped. Oh, really? It's almost an exact opposite. We have 41% squad three and four fighting with the Colossal and 59% squad one uh, with Hanji fighting the Wow. Army. Okay. So I always cool. like how like comparing the the Instagram votes with the Spotify votes because yeah. they're either very similar or drastically different, and I think this is the first time that we've ever had them be like complete opposite. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. Almost like exactly like like they're just one percent off of being an exact opposite of each other. Uh huh. Interesting. interesting. Very interesting. Um. So. Before we go ahead and get into what we would think, and before we get into uh, some of the chats, we would like to know what you guys voted as well. I do want to say, of course, uh, we uh, we appreciate you guys and uh, you know sending your little happy birthday messages to Zach, who had a birthday recently. Oh yeah. Uh, as you guys can see, Zach is not uh, joining us again, uh, but hopefully Zach will be back with us sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, so again, happy belated birthday, my friend Zach, and uh, hope you're doing well, my friend. Mm-hmm. So. Um, birthday, bro. Now I want us to get into what we would choose. Yeah. Okay. As, and you guys put in chat. Yeah. Let too. us know in chat how you guys voted. Again, the options are: Are you choosing to help Squad One with Hanji and uh, face the Armor Titan, or are you sticking around on top of the wall with Squads Three and Four and trying to deal with this freaking massive Colossal Titan? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, neither one is ideal. <laughs> But this is the these are the cards you're dealt. Yeah. So you can't just you know I'm gonna go back to trust. You guys have fun. I mean fun. at least you have somewhat of an option, but yeah. So um, all right. Well, Kyron, he is uh, he's telling us in chat saying that I just can't imagine fighting the armored. I'd just kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, both terrifying. Um, but again, so Hanji's telling you. Kyron, that killing yourself is not an option. Yeah. You need to choose right now. It's a matter of life and death. Okay? Well, if he says that he can't imagine fighting the armored, I'm guessing that he... He would go ahead and... uh, To what squad? Three and four to fight the Colossal. Okay. Um, So, Lexi. (laughs) You're going to ask me first what I voted? Yeah. (laughs) What what would you choose? Um, I actually voted to be with squads three and four to fight the Colossal. Really? And my reasoning... Yes, please. Is because um, I think that fighting the armored would be a little bit too much reaction instead of um, proaction. Like instead of being proactive and preparing, it would be a lot of reactive stuff, and yeah. I don't do well <laughs> with that. Uh-huh. I I'm a very logical person, and I think that just 
having the colossal being there steaming away, I would be able to, I would feel way more comfortable coming up with a plan of action. And I feel like I would have the time to do that if I were to go with squads three and four to fight the colossal mm -hmm. versus with the armored. I'd just be like, Aaron, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I like Good that. luck. I like the logic. Um, as Eddie also, uh, chimes in and says uh i'll fight the colossal that's what i voted for and then kyron also saying uh adding saying uh see ya walks towards the colossal <laughs> that's, titan that's what he's that's what he's saying to <laughs> yeah, hanji being, yeah, to, to hanji yeah i love it see ya all right well thank you guys again for your for your guys's votes um aj yeah. what did you vote for what is your I reasoning? I have to completely agree with you, Lex. Yeah. Um, I think it just makes the most sense if I'm given the choice to go ahead and uh, stick around on top of the wall because as we saw, and again, we're getting into a little bit of recap now, but as we saw what happened when they tried to go ahead and take out the Colossal Titan is that the Colossal Titan is very slow. Yes. And so at least when you see the Colossal Strikes incoming, um, you're able to go ahead and avoid them. And read it. And they're very, like, you know, you can see it coming. It's very, um, like, they telegraph the, the strike mm -hmm. because of the, the slowness that this giant, you know, Titan has, right? And it's so exaggerated, um, too. Yeah, and so from there, I mean, it's not like on the flip side of things where if I'm trying to, you know, head towards the armored Titan, mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to see in this episode how so quick and, and agile and how strong... Um, the armor titan is yeah and all it takes is for a quick little swat like i'm a fly and i'm done right mm -hmm. so now the situation on top of the wall is you know okay i wasn't able to get to the nape right yeah they, damn that steam was hot you know yeah. oh my gosh i'm a little bur right? burnt up you know and hanji is telling us to stick around on top of the wall and to wait for the colossal to eventually pretty much steam out mm-hmm and then you said once this, you know, once this fool gets out of his Titan form yeah. to go ahead and go after this. him, right? Um, so I think that that is uh, a better option than, yes. than all a right, literal, go ahead, head down the wall a and literal uh, tank. do what you can to go ahead and, yeah, take out this very, you yeah. know, kind of... Like, it's not even the fact that it's, like, one, it is quicker and small like it's smaller so that it is a quicker titan but just to add on to that it has armor yeah <laughs> so like unless you want to pull a mikasa what are you gonna do and just try to stab the armor away yeah, just, while he's distracted with dealing with aaron I'm like all right and then yeah kyron is adding a like you said like like a tank right mm -hmm. kyron's saying basically hulk yeah yeah so do you want to go ahead and but an armored fight hulk. the hulk or do you want to face Ant-Man as he grows into this his giant man form mm -hmm. that is <laughs> yeah. that, can, that can release steam? You have to make these Marvel comparisons. <laughs> yeah, because um, what's the um? Because even the in armored that one, Hulk is basically just like the Iron Man suited. Yeah, the Hulk. Hulkbuster. Or even as yeah. uh, as Eddie had had mentioned last episode that this character is based on like Brock Lesnar mm -hmm. so you have a freaking hulked out armored Brock Lesnar yes right so do you want to go up against that no thank you yeah and so I'd rather take the giant man that again as we saw in, uh, <laughs> in, in, in silver in, in a silver civil war mm -hmm. I was combining both <laughs> words <laughs> silver yeah um, but yeah in civil now. war we saw that when Ant-Man became his giant form that he also was very slow and very kind of like you know robotic a little bit too mm -hmm. um so 
I guess it just goes with being very big. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think the option is clear when you think about it. Yeah. And then as uh, Kyron and Eddie are both chiming in, Kyron says, no, thank you. And Eddie says, hell nah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I love you guys. Not for me, guys. So it looks like, oh, looks Hanji, like. you got it, man. Looks like you and me, Lex, and Kyron and Eddie, we're over right there. Squads we're, three and four. We are squad three and four. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like Zach would be like, all right, guys, I'm going down there to go yeah. ahead and do it. Though. No, I feel like Zach would vote to, to take on the armored for sure. Yeah. Which is admirable. You know? No, and, for uh, sure. Yeah. I want to say that Zach's got a. Uh, good survival instincts and i don't think he would do anything uh necessarily rash or or anything no yeah i think that he would too crazy you know he could just do exactly what would be needed yeah and plus you have hanji down there too so it's not like you know you're gonna be doing things very yeah. you know you're gonna go rogue and You've stuff got you this know brain with you hanji she's gonna go ahead and give you kind of the orders and stuff right uh you're just i feel like you're in a more i don't know your 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 chances of mm-hmm. of dying is probably yeah the colossal greater with the with the squads armor. feel like a more controlled environment than with the armored yeah feel like there's way too many variables involved with the armored but also like we all could be biased because knowing what we know like how this ends up because because who like even if we were in this instance that they were in in last episode, we could have been like, I have no idea what tricks they have up their sleeve. So like, I guess I'll just choose the slower one. Yeah. But yeah, I have no the slower idea. one that you know that you have to just kind of sit back and wait now. Yeah. You want to go ahead and read uh, some of the comments, Lex? Uh, yeah, Kyron says, uh, "Too bad none of us have plot armor." <laughs> yeah, literally, we would just be some random characters, unless we are theoretically the characters that we want to be. Mm. But then that would mean that. Kyron isn't even in this scene. <laughs> Kyron is... Ooh, he's in season four. Um, and Eddie says, I mean, in the anime, you never really see the armor titan slower than the attack titan. But in physics, I'd say it's true. Mm, yeah, no, it seems like the armored should be slower or like less... Is The armored really shouldn't be flexible because have you seen like big like buff dudes try to like lift up their arms yeah they like can't go like past here yeah just because there's so much muscle they just have no like their mobility is very limited because of the amount of muscle that they have and i feel like that should that should also be the case with the armored <laughs> yeah I feel like I mean, with the armored, again when we were thinking about it kind of like in terms of physics and stuff right and and thinking about it logically mm-hmm. and definitely um you would think that the armor titan is very kind of like clunky and very kind of like you know i don't know yeah he, i feel like the mobility should definitely be limited yeah but I don't know. Maybe that'll be explained but in this episode. I don't know. Kyron responded to you, your uh, yeah. character. In thing. season four, surviving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. that's true. Because the, what did we say? Uh, that he was, um, yeah, no neck armor. No neck armor. Mm, maybe. Mm, to have some neck mobility. Because, yeah, Kyron said that he was Unyo Capone. I said that I was. Well, if we're going based off of who we said we are, then yeah. you're in. I'm the Titan's inside mouth. of you're the in the Colossal's, Colossal's mouth. mouth, which you so, so I am with the right squad. <laughs> yeah, you're the right squad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just and unconscious. I'm, I'm dead. Well, no, it depends. Because are you? Did we? Did we officially? Well, we said live action movie wise, but what about yeah. like character wise? Character wise? Because I feel like you're an Armin or a Baratold. Maybe, maybe we were going to fight you. Maybe, man. yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm. Maybe the we're traitor, going to fight guys. you. Um, I don't know. In terms of me, like. 
I'm not the brain like Armin, right? I probably relate Armin's more towards a whole nother level. I relate more towards, you know, Berthold in terms of those two characters, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess we can go in that sense. But I mean, I don't know. I also feel like I'm I also give off a little bit of maybe Marco vibes. So if that's mm-hmm. the case, then I'm I'm already dead, you know? Yeah. So I was gonna say, based off of who I identify with, I identify with Ymir in terms of demeanor, look, and voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but every but I do not identify as being a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ymir, but yeah. um, I would probably choose maybe more of like a Hanji. Maybe is the closest that I would identify with. Yeah. So Kyren's also mentioned the fact that like just think about in terms of football. Mm-hmm. The defensive linemen also can run just as fast, and like those are two hundred plus pound freaking yeah men, that's you know? true and that's terrifying to yeah. think about actually yeah it is when imagine you go that in you gigantic see, form when you see these linemen they go in they run their 40s and then they run like a four six four seven forty or whatever and i'm like and they're How like the this hell do you like they're like you know? twice the size of a normal like an average man because like an there's some running backs and there's some like receivers that run like four fives four six right Okay. You know, a lot of them you want them to run around four three, four four. Four three is on like the top mm-hmm. end of it of it, right? Yeah. So a lot of them run four fours. But if you have a freaking like a two hundred and eighty pound, yeah. two hundred and ninety pound defensive end or defensive lineman who's running a four six forty. Yeah. Four seven forty, like that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> you know? But you, I feel I like sprinting at that's you. a great example too, Kyron. And thank you for that because it's no, so true. Like example. even these linebackers. So let's say like Ryan has built like a linebacker. Like they run freaking fast, like yeah. four fives, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's crazy. Because we even saw like, we even just saw just a glimpse of just the armored, like running just like to tackle that, that gate yeah. to, to break through the wall in like the, in the first episode that we saw Yeah. or the first episode of, of Attack on Titan. And that's not no measly little jog. No. He's sprinting. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was going and he was building some speed for sure. So um, for these reasons, I would choose to battle the Colossal. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, guys. Thank you again for the uh, for the votes. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, Kyron. Hey, I've oh, seen a video of a bear running across a river towards a cameraman in like three seconds. Oh, See, now gosh, we're getting yeah. into freak territory because yeah. bears are scary and like you don't understand like the, the speed, power. the power, right? And like, you don't understand that stuff until you like see it on camera or stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Or it's like again, like Kyrie mentioned, a bear. Mm-hmm. Also, you see, um, or I think I heard something that hippos are freaking fast. Yeah. You know, um, and hippos it's like there's are fast, and like, then how the hell does that make sense? Yeah, these gigantic beasts of animals. Yeah, but even like giant like gorillas like they are so buff and they have no concept of like working out mm. they're just naturally that buff yeah like can you imagine if a if a gorilla had a concept of lifting yeah and no, like resistance you. training nope like how jacked it would be can you imagine being a camera like camera person and being like out in like the wilderness or whatever yeah one and of you those, see like, documentary like a hippo like working out oh my god <laughs> trying to get what abs he's doing sit-ups yeah but eddie wants to add uh to go along with what you would mentioned as far as the scene with the armor and eddie's mentioned that the shot where 
the armored is going right through the wall is top tier. Oh yeah, that was that was a really good. I yeah. mean, I they Attack on Titan just had has really good episodes in general, really good visuals in general, but for that to be like the opening like season 1, it's all like in slow motion yeah. and everything. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a really good scene. Yeah. But also terrifying. So you're like, this giant thing is just sprinted through a wall. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lex, for the poll results. And now uh, we have a Spotify question, right? Uh, we have the Q&A. Yeah, we have the Spotify Q&A. So the Spotify Q&A that we asked you guys was... I have like a frog in my throat. Mm -hmm. I have a... Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Armin struggles with Hanji's orders to kill Reina and Berthold at all costs. You think Armin would have what it takes to kill one of them? Mm. And this is obviously the moment where Hanji realizing the, the monsters that they become, no longer wanting to capture them and bring them alive back to Trost to try to trap them and get them underground. You know, yeah. Now it's, let's kill these guys. Yeah. Right? And then we saw like where... It was like, you know, avoid taking them alive at like stop them at all costs yeah. whatever it takes yeah like and she's then, just like like that and armin had that kind of like moment where he's like obviously he hesitated because he's like having the same mm -hmm. reaction to what aaron is having yeah. right where aaron because like, they went through a lot together they yeah, bonded through battle definitely so i'm interested to see what some of the responses say yeah so we have um kyron kyron's response mm. says the skill lol no. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Um, yeah, not That's, even talking about like mentally. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Armin. Is Armin but... capable of it? No. <laughs> uh, I don't think you're, even if he wanted to, I don't think he could. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then we have Eddie. Very true, Kyron. Uh, who's uh, also in chat. Huh? Uh, he says, Armin at this point in the story doesn't use precise judgment like he does in the later seasons. Hmm. Although if it came down to him killing one of them, uh, he'll for sure second guess himself somewhat. Yeah, because he is still like like Eddie said, he is still very young in this. Um, yeah, his mind isn't as sharp as it will get. Although he does have a very sharp mind, it's still like he he's more of a thinker. Yeah, definitely. Um, whatever we can do to prevent loss or prevent death or prevent you know mm -hmm. violence, but that's something that all honestly, I feel like. I feel he like thinks to end con conflict. I feel like that something that kind of grows within Armin as the season kind of progresses and we get into season four and stuff, mm -hmm. because you can see that Armin really doesn't want to be a part of a lot of the violence, you know, yeah. which is you can unfortunate. Tell that he doesn't like violence, conflict, death, war. Yeah. He doesn't like any of that. Which is unfortunate for him because he is the most violent, you know, mm -hmm. Titan in terms of what the damage can do. Right. Yeah. Um, but I and mean, he understands what it takes. So he still has a brain. Yeah. And he's still like, all right, this is for the greater good. Mm -hmm. Guess I'll have to do this. Yeah. don't want to, but if somewhere down the line I can limit more violence from happening, then I'll do this now. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Kyron saying he sent that bear video on Instagram for reference. Yeah, okay, I we'll saw, have to check that I, out I was for gonna, sure. I was going to say I was going to watch it after um, after I finish the Q&As. And then Eddie says when he starts calling shots in season three is when it starts getting real. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, he really he finds his confidence. Yeah, and we'll get to that when we are in season three. Yep, for sure. Um, and our next re response is from B Dennis Seven, awesome. friend of the show. B Hello, Dennis. Hello, B Dennis. Welcome back. Thank you for answering all of our Q and A's. Yeah, thank you. Um, 
He says, mostly not with the crying emoji. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I see him hesitating since they're friend and all. Uh, plus, he knows that they're people, they're people, which makes it harder. Yeah. His first kill proves that in... Okay, so spoiler if you guys haven't seen season three. Um, his first kill proves that in season three, even though it's a stranger attacking them in the wagon. Um, was mm. that... They weren't strange... In the, oh, in the wagon. The no, wagon, no, no, no. Yeah. You're right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season three. Sorry, I was thinking ahead. Um, yeah. That was still... Yeah, that was his first human kill. That was his first, like, yeah, killing an actual person. Yeah. Right? Like, that wasn't a titan. That was just, like... That's something that he had to do because if he didn't do that, and if he were to hesitate, then I believe that Jean would have been the one to perish yeah. because of that, right? Which yeah. we see Jean is another person who hesitates. Yes, for um, sure. But uh, yeah, and then Kyron's also adding that. Uh, but he does—he still doesn't get that killer intent, though. Mm -hmm. uh, he's mostly just big-brained. Which yeah, yeah, I think he's just know. able to separate. Mm, I think that especially in later seasons, like in season three, very quickly says, mm, "I take it back." Yeah, <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> yeah, I will say that in season three, it seems like he starts favoring more logic, oh, re reacting logically rather than emotionally, mm -hmm. which. <clears throat> Is why we get to see so much growth and then him calling the shots in season three and everything. But I feel like at this point, he's definitely more of an emotional dandelion yeah. with a big brain. Definitely. For strategy, but the strategy is to limit conflict. Like he does not want a conflict at all. And then like for that to be to know that those are people that he has grown with and faced challenges with and yeah. bonded with. I I'm my answer is I, I agree. I don't think that he has. He, I don't think that at this point, I don't think he's capable. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I definitely agree with, with all our responses that mm -hmm. we got. Um, thank you guys so much for that. Um, really and, great an analysis, too, guys. Yeah, and, like, they're bringing up like references, references. Like, and even really like, you know, good. I like how Kyron just quick to the point. Mm -hmm. Skill wise. No, <laughs> no, yeah, skill wise. <laughs> and uh, nah. which is very true, obviously. Um, but again, I mean, let's not forget that. And these guys just found out that, like, two people that they experienced pretty much just, like, hell with and training camp mm -hmm. and everything and stuff like that grew, grew to become these, like, soldiers and stuff. Yeah. They just found out that two of them are titans. Like, literally not too long ago. That became the truth right there. And so it's now it's like, Armin, are you capable of killing... These two people that you just found out are titans, are traitors, are the enemy, yeah. are the monsters that created this entire, yeah. you know. It's not a, are you willing to. This it's, problem. It's a, can you? Yeah. And Even it's like so much to, to take in. You? Because it's like, you're processing, one, the fact that these two people of all people, people that I, like, that I knew, mm -hmm. people that, you know, maybe in Aaron's case, you know, considered, you know brothers or mm -hmm. or you know at least in terms of rhino like, like his, somebody that hero he looked up to yeah. he wanted to be right and, or his uh, role model is a better term yeah and uh i mean it's they're already processing that that whole entire dynamic of it mm -hmm. now it's like hanji's given the order to go ahead and kill these mm -hmm. these monsters you know it's like you just have to separate that emotional point. and talk about emotions I or mean, you can use it to motivate you it, it could just, it could go hand in hand but it depends on how you use it but talk about emotion about what about that moment with you know kind of oblivious connie oh my gosh just yeah. you know pleading 
to one of the scouts, one of the kind of like, you know, more superior scouts mm -hmm. up there um, in one of the squads on top of the wall. You know, he's pleading with them, please, please go. Can you go help Berthold and Rhina? They don't have, they don't any, have gear. any ODM gear. Like, please go protect them. Yeah. And then it's like, dude, Connie, are you like not on the same page as everyone else here? Yeah. Like, like it dude. is a funny moment because he is ha ha ha. He's dumb and he's oblivious. But also like he also has an emotional connection to these people. Yeah. For him to like the first words out of his mouth in that like entire episode was like, are they okay? Go yeah. protect them. And the thing is, in Connie's sense, I mean, like, these are two people that he pretty much was so close to experiencing death with mm -hmm. right there over in Utgard Castle. Yeah. When all hell broke loose, when the freaking monkey titans sent all the yeah. other titans to go ahead and take out, you know, the castle, mm -hmm. right? And that is kind of like an experience that they all experience together. So it's like you kind of grow a bond in that sense, right? Yeah. And definitely. It's like moments like that where it's like, man, you know, obviously Connie wants to wants them to be protected and to be yeah. saved and stuff, right? Not knowing the 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 truth of it is that these and two him are being aware that like him remembering that Utgard Castle Rhina literally saved his life. Saved his life, yeah. Which can be in and just think about like when you go through moments like that, how difficult has like must it be to convince yourself like like, like wait, these, these two are yeah. Like these are the Titans. Like these are the enemies. No, like that there's have no caused, way. Like are like, ha like what is what? Ryan literally saved enemies? me. Why? Mm -hmm. Like no, he he wouldn't do that, right? And coming to terms with that. Like, actually, this person's been the enemy the entire time and is the reason why you are in a scout yeah. regiment now. And da, 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 and, and it's got to be so surreal realizing that the monsters have, like, in a sense, they kind of have, like, a, a soul. They have, like, mm -hmm. they have emotions. They have, you know, but and it's realizing so much they're easier people. To, to kill something that you just see, a, it's just a one-dimensional thing. Yeah. It's just, it's this titan. It's this monster. Yeah. It, its only sole purpose is to is to want to take out humanity, kill it. That's so easy, one-dimensional. Yeah. And then we have this, not even, this thing is like three-dimensional. Like it was a, yeah. a comrade of yours and it's a human. And then the thing that makes it so difficult is like the years spent with the person and all the different experiences, the different mm -hmm. moments, all the memories that you have mm -hmm. with the person. And when you think about that and then you put it into that perspective, it can be very difficult to come to the unfortunate realization that that person that I thought that I knew in reality mm -hmm. is a monster that wants to end mm -hmm. humanity, you know, and he's this like, big bear that tackled through the wall. So when you have that in your mind, especially <clears throat> in a moment so fresh like this, it can be. I can only imagine how difficult it would be oh my gosh, to yeah. try to kill Just that emotionally. Person. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, I, I like I like uh, your guys' responses. Uh, so thank you, Kyron. Thank you, Eddie. And thank you, uh, B. B. Dennis, for, for the responses. And I, I agree. I don't think any of anybody thinks that Armin is capable of killing either Bertold or Rhina. Mm -hmm. One, for like Kyron to mention, the skill set doesn't have that. Yes, they're not really there yet. But if... 
Armin was somehow able to maybe outsmart them and, and to a point where yeah, they made them true. vulnerable and then to go ahead and, and be able to use some sort of, I don't know, plan to to kill them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if once the moment happened and it's like, oh my God, it worked. Wait, this is the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he'd like be able to do it. Once the opening does happen. Yeah. Kyron has a question for us. Lexi, mm-hmm. read, read it, please. Question. I know this is random, but if a Titan user falls from the same height of a fully formed colossal Titan, Armin season four, mm. would they die or would they heal or would they die and then be healed and come back to life? Mm. That's true. Do they take fall damage? <laughs> I mean, they take fall damage, but yeah, how uh, how much of them getting hurt is too much? Like, at what point yeah. is the injury beyond healing and coming back? I don't Because, like, like, we have Ymir, who was, like, missing an arm, missing a leg. Insides were completely scrambled, all cut up, bleeding. And she still survived. We have Aaron, spoiler, uh, who has all of his limbs chopped off. Yeah. And it just takes him a while. And he's still cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's still good. Um... We've seen before in moments where when a Titan becomes very damaged and pretty much like you know that if if the Titan if you were to wait for your Titan to to heal itself mm-hmm. you'd be waiting for a while so they it's almost yeah. like they decide to just like just ebo- like abort to... the the Titan and they I mean obviously if you're strong enough or you mm-hmm. know skilled enough they just kind of like will you know bring their Titan back or something I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you can't and you just have to eject and then let's say you fall from, yeah, like a sea, like a colossal Titan height. Yeah. Are you, do you just need to just steam heal your insides? It would, depends on if your like head explodes when you hit the ground. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. How I much mean, is it's, too much? Cause I'm trying to think of if there's any moments where we've seen a Titan user like, like really, remove themselves really from from a titan and like jump off and like to go ahead and like land on something or whatever mm-hmm. you know um i don't think there are moments where we've seen that but i mean i don't know it's a that's so interesting when you think about it in terms we've of seen like, like the jump off and then turn into a titan again yeah keep going or we've seen just like the their actual titan just falls and then the mm-hmm. person crawls out of it but does that person take damage when the actual Titan is the Titan like when you're in the nape, it just protects you from all kind of fall damage, and if you're getting punched, it you're just protected or what? Oh, I think if you're in the Titan, then yeah, you're protected by all the, the different muscle mm-hmm. fibers and all that stuff, you know. And it's like, I, mean, I a, guess you know that is why the nape is the weak point. It's like a cocoon of like muscle and yeah. stuff, right? That that the Titan uses. You're in, in a padded room yeah. that's really warm. But if, like, say, for, like, to give you a situation here, Lex, mm-hmm. say Aaron is able to somehow, or with the help of, you know, obviously his friends, they're able to to break and damage and shatter the armor around Rhina's nape. Mm-hmm. And what if Aaron were to just literally rip Rhina out from the nape mm-hmm. and just, like, throw him? Like, chuck him? The Titan user throwing Rhina. Now, if Rhina goes I feel like and he that's just enough force. falls and he hits the ground or whatever, mm-hmm. do we think Rhina, do we think he's dead? 
Well, because mm, it's hard because they're tight in you. I know. Um, or was it just like, again, like you mentioned. If he's getting literally chucked to the ground. I, I, again, it depends on if his like head explodes when it hits the pavement or... Because then, then, then if he, because then theoretically, let's say he were to die from yeah. that much force, now we just have to wait for some random person to be born with this Titan ability. Yeah. Like he can't eat, because like once that person's dead, actually, once that person is dead, you can't eat them and get those colossal powers, get those powers of the Titan anymore, can you? I don't think so. Once I think it's dead? like, again, when the, when the person themselves dies without like pretty much Passing giving it, it to an, like in like yeah you know passing mm -hmm. along to whoever the inheritor is whatever then um i think it was explained that a random person is going to be born with the ability i think mm -hmm. yeah um yeah so basically but, any kind of death that doesn't involve you getting eaten and then yeah so i mean a couple things uh eddie's chiming in saying that i mean if you're conscious if your consciousness is connected to the titan i'd say that it does hurt the person inside and yeah i i agree with that too in terms of like if you're if you're yeah. battling like pain um, receptor wise, yeah, um, yeah, a Titan. I think that, Aaron but I mean, and like both physically, feel... like I was asking, like physically, like if this, let's say, a, let's say Aaron gets punched hard enough in the side of the head and it turns his his neck so much, is Aaron inside gonna like break his arm <laughs> because Maybe, the I neck turned? He got whiplash. I don't know. I mean, we've. Uh, I think the most damage that I've seen a Titan user take from inside a Titan mm -hmm. was when the Thunder Spears absolutely blew mm -hmm. off, like, like Rhino's face. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's just this, he has this, like, muscly kind of skull yeah. in there where he's kind of like, he obviously forgot what happened. Mm -hmm. And then it takes a moment for him to heal. Which is, right? like, incredible. That might be, the, that that might be the most that we've ever seen someone... We, like, that we've seen a human so like a close titan to death. User, yeah, literally. a Titan user. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So close to so death. Close to death. Yeah. But still be able to come back and heal. Yeah, and then uh, so uh, and grow back hair. Iron <laughs> is clarifying, saying that I was thinking about what Armin did in season four, and then I thought about how he came out of the nape of the Titan and how he was one thousand feet in the air. Hmm. What if Armin fell off the Titan? That's what made me ask that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that if Armin were to fall from that. From that amount of feet, right? From that height. I feel like it would just take him a long time. I don't think he would die. I think it would just take him a long time. I think he to would heal. be in let's just say for the sake of it, he would be in this comatose mm -hmm. state. Um like similar like, to Ymir. Yeah, Ymir is right now. You know, yeah, Ymir right time. now, yeah. Um, yeah. So very interesting. Hmm. But thank you guys for that. Um so currently on our end it's saying that uh that we were unable to connect to chat, attempt, attempting to reconnect. So if you guys yeah. can, uh, can in chat just for test purposes, um, can you guys just say, oh. awesome, thank you. We saw Chiron, yeah. Yeah, Chiron cool. interesting. He says, interesting. Yes, so, that is interesting. Thank you for that um, test, Chiron. <laughs> would you like me to share the video? <laughs> um, the very quick video yeah. of the bear? Yeah, I'd like to see it. That he sent on, on the Instagram? Yeah. It's oh, so fast. Shoot. That thing is so freaking fast. That's literally what it would look like with the armor coming at you. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that is, uh, that's just not right. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not into that. That's, yeah, that's so um, colossal. Mm -hmm. 
We are fighting the slow colossal. That is yeah. our. That's why we came to be. Anyways, let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. Um, we pretty much got into some good recap here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so uh, part one of close combat. Pretty much, as we mentioned, the scouts had to deal with the colossal, so they went mm -hmm. on and tried to go ahead and kill the colossal by going after the nape. The colossal is very slow with its strikes, mm -hmm. uh, so they were able to get to the nape. But before they can actually attempt a strike at the nape, um, the colossal released a ton of steam, mm -hmm. right? So uh, the steam itself went ahead and burned, you know, some of the scouts. You know, they they suffered severe burns and all that. And meanwhile, a lot of the other ones were able to escape. Mm -hmm. um, so now they're kind of in a wait and see mode now um, with the with the colossal. Whereas this is all why Ymir's having a nice sauna in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas with uh with Aaron, he is on the ground, um, trying to to deal with the uh, the armor titan, mm -hmm. and we see that the armor titan. Is very quick, right? Yeah. Aaron himself is trying to go ahead and very throw mobile. strikes. And then one thing that Mikasu is also there on the ground with Aaron is she noticed that Aaron's punches were doing nothing mm -hmm. to the armor titan. Like nothing. No damage whatsoever. Whereas we saw whenever the armor titan would land with a punch, it would be very devastating. The force of it, because of the armor and everything, would literally cause Aaron to fly backwards. Yes. Right. Like fly. Pain. Um, so, yeah, and now we're gonna see that that Hanji and and Squad One, mm -hmm. which we know that Armin is a part of, they're gonna join this fight down there, and they're gonna try to help Aaron. Um, is there anything else that you can think about in terms of recap that we kind of missed from part one? No, I think that I think that we got a pretty good recap. I think so too. Yeah. Um, so, Everything. um, I guess we kind of mentioned, we didn't mention the fact that Aaron started getting in that kind of deranged, unhinged state again. Yeah. Right. When we mentioned, like, you can either use emotion, like, either detach emotion to fight or use emotion to fight. And it seems like he's using it. Yeah. And, uh, so during this kind of moment where he's like, again, in this kind of weird, erratic, titan state mm -hmm. he is trying to go after uh the armor titan but again um it is not working because the armor titan is very strong yes and then so it, so eddie's giving us an example here uh in terms of like let's say with, with aaron fighting the armor titan you're saying it's mm -hmm. the same as if someone without armor was fighting against someone with steel armor and yeah and so i can only imagine how that fight yeah. would go um so that's pretty like much what Aaron is dealing with, right? Mm -hmm. So we see Aaron going and he's uh, trying to throw a strike at the Armor Titan, but the Armor Titan is able to, to counter it by punching Aaron in the face. Yeah. Um, and that's where we are going to resume this episode. All right, let's do it, guys. Again, this is uh, Season 2, Episode 7, Close Combat, and this is Part 2 of our episode breakdown and discussion. All right. So we resume the episode with Ryan countering Aaron's reckless attack with a straight punch that launches Aaron flying backwards again. We see Aaron's Titan launched in the air as he's falling in slow motion. And as Aaron hits the ground, we are suddenly transported back to the cadet training days as cadet Aaron falls on the ground during a sparring training exercise. Aaron tells his training partner, 
Hey, take it easy. That hurt. We're just sparring. And then we see who his sparring partner is. We see standing over him, Annie Leonhardt, hmm. with a training wooden rifle in hand. Aaron continues telling Annie, you're supposed to hold back a little. And then Annie rebuttals. If you want to hold back, that's your business. I defend myself assuming you're coming at me with everything you've got. Otherwise, what's the point? Annie condescendingly says, Let's remember, I'm the girl. I'm weaker. I have to protect my frail little body from the big bad man. A confused Aaron responds, What? Ha ha, Annie. Very funny. You're a riot. Frail little nothing. I'm the one who just got shoved in the dirt, you know. And then Annie answers. Good point. And then she drops the wooden rifle and begins walking closer to Aaron as Aaron is now back on his feet. That last move wasn't about who's stronger, okay? I was using a special defense technique. Comes in handy when your opponent has a few pounds on you. Annie now gets into her kickboxing stance. Trust me, you could benefit from learning it. A frightened and nervous Aaron says, Sure, uh, what do you say we take a break for now, though? And as Aaron finishes that sentence, Annie can be, see can be seen throwing a left hook that Aaron dodges. But Aaron is now in a vulnerable position as Annie adjusts by grabbing a hold of Aaron by his right, by his right arm and head. She locks her hands together and then Judo flips Aaron backwards, causing him to get shoved right back into the dirt. Annie still has a hold of Aaron on the ground as she now squeezes her arms together choking Aaron in a head and arm triangle choke. Aaron squirms to try to somehow get free, but he's stuck. A suffocating Aaron tells Annie, Right, that's enough, Annie. You can let go. An intense Annie answers, Come on, I barely showed you how this works and you're already surrendering? There's a two-fold benefit here. Or don't you want to learn how to talk to women? Aaron, really struggling and beginning to turn purple, quickly answers, Fine, whatever, just please stop strangling me. Then Annie, still choking Aaron, tells him, Ah, so you are interested in what I can show you. But then, suddenly, someone can be heard, grunting as this person comes flying towards Aaron and Annie. Aaron in pain, or sorry, quickly, <laughs> Annie gets back to her feet and moves out of the way as Rhina comes flying in, landing directly on top of Aaron. Aaron in pain tells an injured Rhina, Not really sure. I want to know how you got here. But then, a motivated Mikasa enters the scene. Hey, Annie. Your technique seems pretty solid. Teach me. As Mikasa stares directly into Annie's eyes. Annie rolls her eyes and responds, I'm flattered, but it's a method for normal people. So why would you ever need it? At this point, everyone else sparring has stopped what they're doing to stare at Annie and Mikasa. Oh, that's me. Sorry. That's you. <laughs> Still, I'm curious to know if it works on animals. And then Annie rolls up her jacket sleeves and again gets into her kickboxing stance. Let's find out. Aaron, still on the dirt, watching, says, This is happening? Oh, crap. And then Connie and Sasha, the Taekwondo duo, Yeah. They're Both back. run up as Connie asks, Hold up! Are these two actually about to fight? 
and then an excited Sasha adds, This is gonna be epic! Daz and a crowd of gathering trainees asks, Who, who do we bet on? And then Marco answers, What do you mean? Annie! But an upset John tells Marco, What? Idiot! Dinner says Mika's a wife's the floor with her! And then we go back to Aaron on the ground, as Rhina asks, asks Aaron, Which one of them you think's gonna win? And Aaron, thinking about it, answers, Well, I... But before we can hear if, if Aaron answers, we get an intense shot of Annie in her stance, staring at Mikasa, as Mikasa stands confident and tall, staring right back at Annie. And then Aaron finally answers, How should I know? And we finally get a shot of Mikasa and Annie in a stare down again, as both Aaron and Ryan are on the ground, and everyone else surrounds them, all staring in awe. We see a lone white colored tulip swaying in the wind, right in the middle between Annie and Mikasa. The scene goes dark. Very cool. Mm. Alright, so Eddie's trying to say never underestimate underestimate a woman. LOL Annie. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, so um Annie, of course, is playing low tricks, right? Mm-hmm. And then sure. Uh, Eddie's also saying that Connie and Sasha though have me dead for sure. Yeah. And then Kyron, he's uh putting in a little okay. a little His guess here. Saying I think Annie might have beat Mikasa. Okay. Well. That's one thing that's funny, Kyron, that you mentioned that because <laughs> I do want to get into that and yeah, what we say. think is gonna happen. Um but let's talk about this moment here because again, <clears throat> um we saw in part one of our episode uh breakdown mm-hmm. and discussion of close combat. Aaron was recalling, obviously, memories, right, yeah. of Rhina and all that. Moments where Rhina and Bertold both helped Aaron through his training exercise, yeah. right? So now here we are again in this moment where he's literally in the middle of a, of a battle with the Armor Titan where Aaron, we we recall another training Mid- memory. And this is a memory where he's training with with Annie. Training. We know, obviously, being the, beat up. <laughs> the female Titan, you know, she is uh, she's very fierce. Yeah. And uh, also because of her dad. Great technique. And because of all of the training that she had growing up as a young girl. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. She has. Raised to be a soldier. She has massive uh, kicks that she throws. Mm-hmm. You know, she Very obviously knows. Um, skill. <coughs> how to sneeze. Uh, bless you. Yeah. What happens Thank if a Titan you. sneezes? I don't know. <laughs> Do I that's a, that's an interesting question. Um, but yeah, and then so Annie, she's obviously very tough, right? And so now, um, I don't even want to know how Aaron got stuck being her um, yeah, sparring partner. That, yeah. Right. And I think this is another one of those little sparring sessions when because we saw we see that Annie is holding the wooden rifle mm-hmm. where you have to pretty much take the rifle yeah, away from the other person, right? Your, where the other person your, defends your himself. Sparring partner. Yeah. So here we are now in this moment where Aaron's getting his ass kicked, okay, and uh, Annie decides to go ahead and try to bait him into, you know, yeah, like I don't know, just bait him into wanting to learn how to do yeah, this. Wanting to learn, I think, just for the sake that she could maybe embarrass him, because she then pretty much baits him into dodging one of her punches just so that. Mm. The idea wasn't to connect, but just so that she can get in close. Yeah. She can go ahead and get a hold of his arm and neck, flip him on his back, 
and then choke him. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like, okay, there, I got, I got no, she's squeezing. Like she just wants to use these techniques that she has. Yeah. I just want to use this on someone. Yeah. You know, and then so we also see that, you know, it looks it looks like Rhina's training partner is Mikasa mm-hmm. as Rhina's getting his ass kicked. Yes. And he gets sent flying Gotta and he lands on on Aaron, right? Uh-huh. And so now Mikasa <clears throat> she wants to go ahead and uh have Annie try that little technique on her. Okay. And I will say that what Annie says is kind of interesting, right? What yeah. she says it's for normal people. Why would you even want to learn it? Yeah. But Hey, Normal. I've been wondering if it works on animals. Yeah. I'm like, damn, like, okay. Okay, fighting words. Like, wow. Um, and so, Normal we get a moment people. where I can only imagine if you have the two toughest training, like, cadets, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're just staring down, they're squaring up. Everybody stops what they're mm-hmm. doing. Definitely. You know? Everyone looks up and it's like, oh, they're... Is this happening? Yeah. And then so now we get the moment here where um, I want us to get to to give our predictions on what mm-hmm. we think happened, right? As Kyron continues to, to to elaborate saying that I don't think Mikasa was actually trained to fight with her hands like Annie. Yeah. And as I mentioned, Annie, she was trained at a very young age by her by her father, who is very like diligent, very strict and uh, and had her training in harsh weather conditions. Yes. And, and um, yeah. It was just constant with with the the training and stuff. Um, so yeah, Annie, she's a little weapon. And then to top it off, she she also inherited Titan abilities. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, great. Um, so like I said, a force to be reckon, reckoned with. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean Mikasa hasn't had that kind of extensive training, no. right? Um, she just kind of has that Ackerman. that Ackerman <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Where something kind of clicked and and pretty much unlocked her kind of like inner abilities and strength yeah. and stuff right so that's something that's very interesting um but lexi can you please tell me what you think happened um i'm gonna agree with kyron and say that uh, i think anyone because of the specific sparring that's going on i think that anyone in terms of sparring but i think that mikasa wins in almost everything else <laughs> okay cool interesting like it um i on the other hand think that mikaso won the mm-hmm. that sparring session yeah. because i really of, wanted to say mikaso but because of what i heard in the video game i know i was gonna say <laughs> like i don't remember what the answer was yeah but... so as i mentioned before in the attack on titan video game that i believe is attack on titan 2 anyways you uh, go through these kind of storylines and you go through these little kind of character dialogues with mm-hmm. the characters in the anime. And so one of the character dialogues you have with Jean is Jean brings up the moment again, asking, like, who won? That's right. Who won between that sparring session between mm-hmm. Mikasa and Annie? Yeah. And you obviously have the option of choosing either Annie or Mikasa. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, too, thought that Annie won it. Mm-hmm. Right. However, Jean's response is different Mm -hmm. where he will correct you and saying like wait no like that's not true because i bet my what does he bet his dinner right or whatever and stuff um yeah he says he bets yeah dinner says mikasa wipes the floor with her yeah right he pretty much will try to correct you and be like no that doesn't sound right i remember i bet my dinner on it yeah and then when you go ahead and you say you decided to choose mikasa as the, the option he says 
Oh yeah, that's right. Because I remember I bet dinner on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So that kind of, I mean, depending on how canon the video game is, um, seems like Mikasa won that. Well, that's just what the logic is in terms of the video game. Again, this is a video yeah. game. As Eddie here in chat says, I was waiting for AJ to bring up that part of the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so that's that's the only reason why I am going with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I mean, is this I video mean, game I canon? Think, I think no. it's close, though. Like, no matter what, I think it's realistic if either of them won. Yeah. But I think... Part of it, too, is maybe Mikasa does have that kind of upper hand because she has that weird kind of Ackerman ability. Yeah, that's true. You know? Um, and you can I think that's... You can birth, but you're not an Ackerman. Yeah. Sorry, for sure. Um, I would I would have loved to have seen that, mm-hmm. that sparring session. That's something yeah. that we never get clarity in. So, Like, was it immediate? Was it, like, did it take a while? Was it, yeah. like, it had to be such, like, an interesting side to see. Where, I mean, obviously, even by just, like... An inkling of look. it. Just a little inkling of it. Everyone was like, is this happening? Is that everyone's making bets and trying to see who's, who's going to win. Everyone's watching and everyone's so interested. Even to the point where Ryan is like, Aaron, who do, who do you think, Aaron? <laughs> who do you think? Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess Aaron would be the best person to ask because he's sparred against both of them. Yeah. So. Very interesting. I guess uh, he would know. Yeah, I would love to go ahead and find out for sure. I want to try to look it up, see if I can find anything. Your phone case is matching your outfit. That's I know, cute. I noticed that too. <laughs> it's all about, theme. about that Kirby. Full on in theme. Got that Majin Buu vibe. That Majin Buu. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to go ahead and look it up, Lex? My phone's acting a little weird. Uh, look up. I just typed in who won between Annie and Mikasa oh, yeah. training. Just to see what people have to see online. Or if there's any sort of, like, I don't know, like, answers, which I know there isn't yeah. going to be any answers. But, yeah, again, that would have been such a cool moment to see. Whether it had been, you know, kind of a callback that we get, you know, a little a little cool little moment that us fans get maybe in, like, mm. season four or something. Or Okay. So, so I don't know how legit this is, mm. but... Someone answered by saying that the creator Isayama has actually given us an answer. Interesting. For this. And he said that no one won. Uh, Apparently, Keith Sadis appeared and stopped the fight, then ordered everyone to go to bed. No. Um, Not what I want to hear. Yeah. Wow. That's apparently what the answer was. So they didn't even fight. And then a lot of people are kind of just voicing their opinions, saying that they think it's Annie. Mm. Like, obviously, Mikas is a beast, has incredible power, but I don't think that she can beat Annie as a... Because she... Annie's a, basically a master martial artist. Yeah. Um, someone else says Mikasa would have won because she's an Ackerman. Yeah. Uh, Damn, yeah, another, another person says this was asked before to Isayama, the author of the manga, and his answer was that Keith appeared and stopped the fight ordering Damn everyone to go Keith. Bed. <sighs> Come on, Sada. Yeah, Kyron. So no one won. We'll never know which of the two did Ky- win the. Kyron's throwing tomatoes right now. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Tomato, 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 tomato. No. Yeah. Boo. Well, that's I anticlimactic. Think. Come on. But yeah, that is something that would happen in the show where it's like you know moments mm-hmm. about to happen. You don't oh get my to god! Know. Oh my god! 
And all of a sudden, you just, hey, what's going on here? I know. They're like, damn it. Come on, Keith. Dang it. But yeah. But yeah, that, I feel like that is realistic of what would happen too, though. Because mm -hmm. I don't know if the game is canon, and then I don't know how real it is, but multiple people are saying Well, we that heard it from the creator's voice, or we heard it from the source itself, yeah. and he says that nobody won. Like, no one won. Keith stopped it. Yeah. Or did everyone go to bed? No one won. Damn. Like, dang that's, it. That sucks. And that seems like something that would happen because I feel like it would be brought up more if it wasn't stopped. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, that's a bummer. But, uh, yeah. So let's continue on with this episode then. Mm -hmm. So going back to now, uh, Aaron's Titan. Aaron's Titan finally falls into the dirt after getting an intense counter from Rhina's armor Titan. Aaron, inside of, the, of his Titan, recalling that memory, asks himself, Wait, how did that play out? And why is it coming to me now? Is this... Is this my life flashing before my eyes? So what? Who gives a shit? And Aaron's Titan stands back up as Aaron becomes unhinged inside of his Titan again. It's not like it matters. Not when I feel like this. Then Armin, watching from the side... Of the wall next to Hanji screams out, No! Back down! You can't win in a fist fight! Make a break for the wall! Aaron, please! Don't be rash! And then Mikasa lands on the ground nearby Aaron and Rhina, and she frustratedly looks down at her shattered and destroyed blades. Aaron's Titan then lets out a ferocious, echoing roar as his Titan twitches with angered frustration. Mikasa yells out to Aaron and Armin, Watching Aaron in a state of mind says, Oh no. Then Hanji also watching says, He's blinded by rage. And then we see both Aaron's Titan and the Armored Titan throwing a right punch at each other simultaneously. However, right before Rhina's punch could land, Aaron baited him in close. As he ducks the punch, grabs a hold of Rhina's armored head, locks his hands together, and just like Annie, Judo flips Rhina's armored Titan directly on his back. Mm. So Moblet watching as he's next to Armin and Hanji asks, What the hell is he doing? And Armin realizing that this looks familiar says, Wait, that... Holy crap, that's Annie's technique! Then Aaron in his Titan tells Rhina, You know what? There's no telling what you murdering hypocrites were trying to accomplish. But now that I think about it, your, your master plan seems to have a few holes in it. And then the armored now tries to counter by rolling Aaron over his back. A pissed off Aaron continues, Wanna eradicate humanity? Maybe next time, don't teach me how to kick your ass! <laughs> True. And as Aaron wraps his legs around the armored's neck and now has, a, now has him deep in a triangle choke, Aaron squeezes with all his strength as we notice that some of the armor is beginning to crack. Aaron takes notice and says, it's working. I've got him locked. There's still a chance. And then the armor continues to weaken and crack. And Rhina now tries to grab onto Aaron's leg while he tries to stand back up. But Aaron tells Rhina, I don't think so. And then Aaron transitions from a triangle choke to an arm bar as he gets Rhina onto the ground again. Aaron tells Rhina, You're not going anywhere. And as Aaron applies pressure on Rhina's elbow, the pressure causes the armor around the elbow to shatter. 
Ah. Hmm. Aaron's Titan lets out another ferocious roar as he rips off the Armored Titan's arm. The Armored Titan just growls in frustrated pain. The flying arm lands next to Mikasa as she continues to watch. Now, in shock. A shocked Mikasa says, He did it! And then Armin, he now lands next to Mikasa. Aaron's Titan now stands back up on his feet in a fighting stance as Rhyna's armored Titan is on his knees staring at his missing arm as steam surrounds the arm. Armin tries again. Aaron, can you hear me? Run away! You've got to get closer to the wall! They're trying to abduct you! We can't let them do that! Trust me, escape is our best option! And Aaron's Titan appears to have paid attention to Armin, but so has Mikasa. Mikasa, disagreeing, tells Armin. Okay, sorry, that was that sentence looked really weird to me at first. Really? <laughs> okay. okay, I'll say it, yeah. You say that, but Armin, come on. They're not just going to let us leave. The armored titan continues to growl as it now gets back up onto his feet. Goggles the scout. <laughs> yeah. He joins Armin and Mikasa and warns them. Both of you, fall back now! And we see Armin obeying the order as Mikasa hesitantly obeys. The armored titan now begins to walk towards Eren. We see Eren's titan preparing for the armored's attack. As Mikasa uses her ODM gear to retreat back to the side of the wall, she glances up as a giant shadow covers her. We see Armin returning to the side of the wall to rendezvous with the other scouts as a large gust of wind passes by them. As the wind stops... Armin turns to see that Eren's Titan has listened to him and has returned to the wall with him. Keiji tells Eren, Nice one, Eren! Good call! And Amikasa, now with Armin, tells him, Looks like he's in control again. And Armin tells Mikasa, Yeah, but Rhyna's not just going to let him go. You're right. Escape's impossible. As we see Rhyna getting closer and closer. Ah, hmm. Interesting. Um, so even though Aaron is seemingly unhinged, he still knows what's going on and still is in control. Yeah. Um, Kyron saying mission failed. We'll get him back. We'll next get him, time, we'll or we'll get, get him, him next time. time. Uh, also, Kyron saying your Aaron voice is crazy. Wow. Thank you for no, that. You're really good. I appreciate that. I was going to say that your, your Armin voice is really good too, yeah. but they're been, the two. I feel down. like I, I got a decent grasp of. Yeah, I think you have those ones sure. down for sure. Yeah. And then Eddie also saying, "Omg, Rhino looks kind of funny without an arm." Yeah, yeah. It's also the moment too where he realizes, like, what the hell? Is he like yeah. he's on his knees? One, he just got you know manhandled yeah. by by Aaron, courtesy yeah. of you know Annie's Learning, techniques. Yeah, Annie's technique. Um, which we see that apparently, I don't want to say fast learner Aaron is, but he's able to retain those kind of moments that yeah. ha that happened to him, right? Because he did that earlier. With uh, when Annie was training with with Aaron and she taught him how to kind of pretty much use somebody else's weight against them, right? Mm -hmm. And so, what does he do? In a moment, back over in their quarters, when him and Jean are arguing, and you know Jean comes in to try to shove Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment kind of freezes as he literally does the same thing that Annie did to him uh -huh. to Jean, right? Yeah. So here we are again Remembers. now, where Annie is teaching Aaron. He just to, needs to experience to do this. it, and then he'll know. Yeah, and so now Aaron is, you know. Using the same techniques on, uh, on Rhina. Mm -hmm. Technique. <laughs> Technique. Um, Technique. But yeah, so it's a moment too when uh, you know he kind of transitions Rhina back to, uh, 
you know, from a triangle choke to an arm bar and he yeah. sees that the, the force of it is literally shattering his armor, mm-hmm. he rips his arm. And then so when, you know, Aaron gets back to his feet, um, <laughs> right as there on his knees looking down at his missing like, arm. That just happened? <laughs> and really? he's got to be so surprised because that's probably the first time that that's happened. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. So... He's just as shocked. Yeah, he's saying that's called judo, and definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, so, interesting. Let's kind of talk about again this moment that happened, um, where Aaron kind of goes from this moment, this weird kind of brink moment, where he's again like starting to lose control. He's starting to get pissed off. He's starting mm-hmm. to kind of like get really, really emotional and stuff, right? But I think that's maybe just kind of like a, again a, a little bit of a baiting kind of ploy. Mm-hmm. because we see that he was in control this entire time yeah you know, as he is he recalled the moment he's even kind of like wait like why am i thinking of that moment now is my life flashing before my eyes and he's realized like who cares you know who gives a shit and then you know he you know he goes and he does the same yeah. move right and then uh armin is pleading to aaron to get to the wall mm-hmm. right because he understands that they want Aaron, right? So if Aaron continues to go ahead and try to fight, that he's only making things easier for them. Yeah. Right? And so it'd be more difficult if he kind of retreats and goes to the wall where the Keep other away. scouts are Keep and away. stuff, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, well, there's a moment where Mikasa doesn't, she doesn't agree. Mm-hmm. Because she's, you know, her... Her explanation is that they're not just going to leave them alone. Yeah. Right. Which is true. Let him leave. Right. And that's something that Armin even realizes, you know, as they go back to the wall and they see that Aaron actually listened. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he is in control and he's following along with this with yeah. his plan. But interesting is, wording by Mikasa when she says he's in control again. Yeah. Which, which yeah, it's a good feeling, right? To have yeah. this tightening control, right? Because we want to go back to the first yeah. victory that but does she mean had. like again as in like oh yes the last time he was a titan he was in control let's make sure that he's he's in control again or is it like uh she thought he was in control when he first transformed oh. and then he lost control and now he's back in like i don't i don't know what she's insinuating i'm thinking that it's again. a moment where i mean we saw aaron literally you know before he got you know countered and punched and all that mm-hmm. that he was losing control Okay, he was yeah. twitching. He was getting all weird oh, and stuff yeah, like that, you know. Yeah, and he was true. like becoming very like again this 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 like almost turned into that. Kind of what did, like what did we what did we name him? The, I know. I'm berserker? trying to remember. Yeah, Berserker Aaron. His maybe Berserker Aaron. Um, but he was getting he was becoming the Berserker Aaron. Yeah. Right. And uh, and you know that's that only kind of like lasted for so long mm-hmm. until he got you know some sense knocked into him. Yeah. Um, so I think that when, when Mika says referring to, again, I think it's like the moment where, when Aaron was in control of his Titan form while he had the boulder, you know, on his back and stuff. Yeah. That's one thing he kind of like, you know, it, I think they try to like differentiate a little bit too mm-hmm. of when he's in control, when he's not, because it seems that when he's not in control, his eyes are this glowing green, mm-hmm. right? But then when he's in control, you see in the episode, you can actually see his pupils. You can actually see like, almost yeah, like the, you can the see. person in there, you know? Yeah. So I think that's when it kind of like will kind of show us that Aaron is in control oh, of his Titan. Oh, in control, yeah. So that's how I kind of like, you know, I... I that's that's, a, what that's I a good point, yeah. Yeah. Way to see that. 
Um, but yeah, so now Aaron is in control, as we just mentioned, and he's following along with uh, this this plan to at least get back yes. to the wall. Um, but he's smart also, now. He's listening. <laughs> we also see that um, Rhina, who is again missing an arm, mm-hmm. right? He is now still uh, in pursuit of Aaron as he continues walking towards him. Yeah, definitely. So, um, <laughs> let's continue on here. Can't pull that move again. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, continuing on with the episode now. Um, now, Han is and another garrison soldier. Um, has returned to notice the massive colossal titan on top of the wall. Uh, Han is noticing this massive titan says, what the hell? And Han is now lands on top of the wall next to Historia. Han is takes a long look at the titan as he says, the colossal titan. I knew it. Han is, we can see, begins trembling. Mm-hmm. Why do you show up here of all places? And Hannes turns his attention to Historia to ask her, What's going on? What's going on with Aaron? Where is he? And Historia um, nervously answers, Uh, he and the others are over that way. As she points in their direction. Hannes runs to the edge of the wall and looks down. Hannes watches Section Commander Hanji using her ODM gear to land on top of a Titan's shoulder. A shocked Hannes says, What? So, I take it that's his Titan form, huh? <laughs> and then we now go back to, uh, or now we now go to Aaron's shoulder. Um, as Hanji tells him, Listen up, Aaron. If we're going to get you out of here, you've got to buy us some time. Stop Rhina dead in his tracks. Then you can manage to break off his leg and another one of those joint holds. As we see the armored Titan walking in their direction. Our blades don't do much good against him. He can't be outmuscled, but he can't. But he can be outsmarted if you play it right. And then Aaron's Titan nods in approval. Hanji then appears to blush as she stares at Aaron's Titan, and then Hanji makes a strange sound. <laughs> <laughs> then we now see Mikasa with a troubled look on her face as she waits on the side of the wall. Mikasa appears to be in deep thought, but is interrupted as Armin tells her, Mikasa, take my blades. I want you to use them. And we see Armin, he's preparing to hand Mikasa his spare blades as Mikasa looks down and stares at her two shattered blades. We go back to Hanji as she finishes telling Aaron, I'm counting on you. And Hanji then retreats back to the side of the wall. Um, Okay. We'll get to the Hanji part in a bit. Yes, we will. Um, but Hanis, who mm-hmm. an episode ago, two episodes ago, I can't remember exactly. Um, Hanis explained to the scouts that you know, again, he didn't see the breach. There was no hole, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then he continues on with whatever he needs to do, and he he you know he leaves, right? Yeah. He obviously comes back because he sees that oh, like something's yeah. happening over there, what right? What is going on? And then he sees the colossal, and we see that in the moment. I saw lightning. Again, it kind of like, you know, for him, it's it's something that he was there, at, you know, through the first mm-hmm. colossal sighting. Yeah. Right. And uh, 
you know, we see that Han, Han is, he begins like kind of trembling, you know, with, yeah. with the sight of the Colossal Titan. Well, because it's been every time the Colossal Titan has been around, given there's only been two times before this, but every time it's happened, there has been such colossal yeah. damage. Yeah, like there definitely. has been such great damage and death and yeah. destruction. Yeah. So, I mean, it's only, I mean, I would react the same way. Be like, oh crap. Like, it's just like the human response to be like, you see this colossal, the colossal is here. That means a lot of people are going to die and a lot of damage is going to happen. Yeah. That's just the immediate response. And then, so the first thing he asks uh, Historia uh, is he asks like, what's going on with Aaron? Mm -hmm. And where is he? Because obviously Aaron is, he's humanity's hope, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so he wants to know where yeah. the hell he is, right? And so Historia pretty much directs him in, in the direction where he's at. And I forget... This is the first moment, right? Where is this the first moment where Hannes sees Aaron in his Titan? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because he wasn't there he during wasn't there the Annie's. I mean, the him fighting Annie. Yeah, or he wasn't there during the sealing the breach with the with with the boulder, right? No, he wasn't there either. Yeah. So, so this is Hannes's first time. Yeah. Seeing this person who he's known since was a child since day one, even yeah. before day one. Yeah. And now is seeing. Now is seeing this. Yeah, now this seeing. was once child that you saved. He's all grown up now. Saving others as this titan. Yeah. Like I like how his reaction. Like he sees Hanji ODM onto his shoulder. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and then he's like, "Whoa! Like, oh, it's probably Aaron." So that's his titan form, huh? And uh, and yeah, so Hannes sees and, and experiences the sight of of. Aaron's Titan for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, and let's go to Hanji in her little moment yes. here with the Titan. And she goes from being like a section commander. She's telling the Titan the yeah. order. Very right? and has much intention with yeah. his words. It's like she's talking to one of her scouts. Mm -hmm. But then the moment where the, realiza the realization set in for her. Yeah. That the Titan literally turned and like nodded. Yeah. Like her. acknowledged her. Like, acknowledged yes, her. I hear you. Got and it. And so it's like. She's like, oh my gosh. For her, this is like, this is like a celebrity. Yeah, this, this is like literally meeting her celebrity. That, like, and it, acknowledge and they me, acknowledge you. Right? And she begins blushing uh -huh. at the sight that like, this Titan can understand he me. He hears me. <laughs> right? And so. And After then, all those years of her talking to Titans and then yeah. just trying to bite her head off. Yeah. And she goes and she, uh. She makes a weird noise. Yeah, it's almost like a dove, but like in more amazement. It's yeah. really hard to describe the noise, yeah. but just like a... it's just it's so like <laughs> just excitement and like 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 oh my god, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh. But, um, but yeah, so Hanji, she uh, yeah, it's. She, she's so amazed. She's, she's it literally blushing. is like like your dream celebrity acknowledging you. Yeah. After years of trying to get them to notice you. Mm -hmm. One is hearing your commands and is like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then no Armin, you know, being the... Knowing that it's a smarter play, he goes and he gives Mikasa his, you know, remaining spare blades. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, something that we also like have you seen. You have more use than I do. We've here. seen, yeah, Armin do before, where yeah. uh, you know, through Armin's first experience with Titans and stuff, where he really wanted to kill himself. You know, he yeah. uh, 
he decided to give Mikasa his blade. Just leave me with this one, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, again, now he's giving Mikasa the spare blades because Mikasa just tried chipping away at, yeah, you know, just like some of the armor. the heck out of it. She just has handles now. Yeah, pretty much. Right. She has butter knives now. And so Hanji um, tells Aaron that, like, she's counting on him. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, yeah. So then Hanji, she decides Ooh. to go ahead and go back to the to the wall. And so now, continuing on, we now see Aaron standing tall as Rhina still slowly walks towards him. Aaron now thinks to himself, this is the one time where running away guarantees victory. You guys are screwed for letting us see your true colors. You've backed yourself into a corner. And then Aaron stops as he notices the armored titan now charging towards him. As Rhina charges and plants his feet, we notice the cracked armor surrounding his legs crack and shatter off, now exposing a weak point. Rhina continuing, continuing his charge towards Aaron, both Armin and Mikasa watch as a shocked Armin says, What the? He's fast! Like a bear. Yeah, like a bear. <laughs> and then Rhina then tackles Aaron by the waist and drives him into the side of the wall. Aaron drops to the ground and notices Rhina quickly following his attack with a strong right punch. Aaron, seeing the punch getting closer, says, Shit! The leg! Go for the leg! Aaron then grabs Rhina's right leg to try to sweep him to his back. Rhina starts aggressively throwing punches towards Aaron's head, but Aaron is able to dodge each strike as he bobs and weaves. Armin, giving advice, yells to Aaron, Don't let Rhina pin you! Get up! And Mikasa also screams out, Throw him! Then Aaron, listening, then sweeps Rhina to his back, allowing Aaron to get back onto his feet. Aaron steps back as he says, Damn it! There's too much power behind his attack! Rhina is already back on his feet, preparing another attack on Aaron. Two scouts above use their ODM gear. Two scouts above using their ODM gear. One notices and says, Since when is he so light on his feet? And then the other scout responds, We're completely and utterly useless. We see Hanji and Mikasa both using their ODM gear. And Hanji says, No, it's not feasible that his body is as hard as stone from head to toe. He couldn't move as fast if... He couldn't move as fast if that were the case. Warriors used to sheathe themselves in armor way back in the olden days. They had to leave certain sections uncovered for freedom of movement. Though... For freedom of movement, though. Like the armpits and groin or the spot behind the knee. Then Mikasa, listening, realizes as she notices the weak spot on the unarmored back of the knees. Rhina charges at Aaron again. And Rhina, being too close, Aaron tells himself, I can't dodge this. Then Aaron then becomes determined. Well, if I'm going to get slammed, bring it! And then the armored titan tackles Aaron again. But this time, Aaron quickly grabs a hold of Rhina's neck and wraps his legs around the armored titan. Aaron drops Rhina face first into the dirt as he yells out, You're mine, you son of a bitch! Then Aaron, having Rhina trapped in a guillotine choke, begins aggressively applying pressure and choking Rhina. The scouts watching from above take notice as Keiji says, Yeah, that's how it's done! Then Aaron continues telling himself, Got him! Now it all boils down to strength! Rhina grabs onto Aaron's arm, trying to release the pressure. 
But then we see Mikasa from above, coming down to help and strike Rhina as she draws out her blade. Eren, losing grip, says, Damn it! I'm slipping! And then Mikasa comes down from above, in a very graceful manner, I will say. Yes. And slices the back of Rhina's knee. Eren notices Mikasa's help, as Hanji notices as well. Nice cut! And Mikasa retreats to a safe location, and we notice the armored titan groaning in pain, as Eren still has him in a chokehold. Eren tells Rhina, Try fighting back minus a leg! And then Eren arches his back, applying even more intense pressure on the choke. We see shards of armor breaking and flying off of the armored titan's nape. Armin and the other scouts watch in awe as the plan appears to be working. Armin screams out in support, You've got this! Keiji screams out, Go for it, Eren! Rip the traitor's head off! Drag him out in the open! We see, we continue to see the intense pressure being put on Rhina's neck as the armor continues to become vulnerable. Eren tells himself, I can win! I can beat Rhina! He's going down! And then Rhina continues to struggle as we see the intense pressure of the choke and the pressure of him biting down on his teeth, causing his teeth to begin to shatter. Rhina digs his fingers deep into the ground, into the dirt, and he begins dragging Aaron closer to the wall. Armin, confused, says, What? What's he? And then a confident KG watching says, Good luck, pal! Another scout says, You've got him! Keep it up! And then Rhina continues to struggle and growls as he continues to drag Aaron. But then, suddenly he just stops next to the wall. Armin, wondering, asks, What's he doing? Why would he stop here? And then Armin looks up. And then we see the armor titan let out a loud, echoing roar. And then all the scouts stop what they're doing. They just wait. Hanji, taking precaution, orders her scouts. Everyone be on guard. He's calling for backup. We, can, we scan the surroundings and we see nothing. We see empty open plains. Goggles alerts Hanji. No visuals of incoming titans yet. Keiji times in. He ain't got a chance in hell. Try screaming for help without a head, asshole. It's almost over. As we notice Titan blood now spraying from the back of Rhina's nape. Connie on top of the wall watching says, Um, I don't like this. There had to be some reason for that scream. And then suddenly, Connie and the others on top of the wall begin to hear cracking coming from the direction of the Colossal Titan. Connie now says, What the? No, 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 no! And then we go back to Rhina, about to be maybe decapitated from Aaron's chokehold. And then suddenly, we see the Colossal's ribs deattach to the wall, and they all snap off. And then the Colossal, now showing a skeletal skull for a face, begins to timber. A scout from on top of the wall screams down to Hanji and the others, Above you! Look out! Aaron stops. He looks up and he gasps. As he now sees a Ghost Rider looking colossal titan free-falling 
above him and Rhina. The Ghost Rider Colossal, with its mouth open, is about to fall on Eren. And then, to be continued. Hmm. Uh, Those to be continued really hit at the worst times, don't they? Or the best times. Just when you were going to go ahead and rip that fool's head off. I know. It was looking so good, too. But also, round of applause for AJ's voice acting. He had to voice like 17 characters oh, uh, this episode. You. Yeah, that was thank really you for good. that. Good job, AJ. Thank you. Let's give an applause to Alexi as well for uh, for voicing I'm those characters the same as well. Characters I always voice. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, oh, we actually saw like the, there was a plan and it was working so well. The armor on the armor so titan good. was beginning to shatter because of the like the pressure, right? Yeah. And because of just the sheer force and the teamwork of, between Mikasa's graceful cutting yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. and Hanji's big brain him, so. and and then Rhino just lets out a freaking scream. Yeah. And this is a moment that I oh, can't help but brother. Yeah. I can't help but recall when Sasha heard Annie screaming from afar. Mm-hmm. And Sasha mentioned that it was what? It sounds like I know that sound. It's when an animal is backed into the corner and yeah. backed into a corner and has like nothing, nothing left to lose. to lose. Yeah. And I couldn't help but just, again, just kind of like go back to that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Where again, it's like, oh, they're so close. They had Annie. Right. They were going to go yeah. ahead and kind of take their time to go ahead and try to just see who this person is. Yeah. Right. Who the traitor is. Yes. And then she calls for the backup, which I think is why, because Hanji, she was there at that moment mm-hmm. and she experienced that Titan roar. Yeah. She saw what came next, right? So she tells her scouts to be on guard. Yeah. And, you know, keep an eye on for. Yeah, calling for backup. Because yeah, that's what happened before in the past. Yeah. Like, be on guard. See, like, don't just assume that that screaming is, oh, they're in pain. Yeah, keep yeah. screaming like, and, like one of the scouts does. Yeah, so some of the scouts that are there, they go ahead and they kind of look around. They're waiting, right? Mm-hmm. And then we see that the scouts, they relay to Hanji that mm-hmm. there's no incoming Titans, mm-hmm. that there are no Titans yeah. to be. It's to clear be, planes. Yeah. And, uh, and so this kind of just makes it a little bit even more chilly in my eyes where it's like he is like knowing who they are right mm-hmm. and such a last ditch effort Rhina is screaming out to Berthold right yeah and and I don't think it's like a oh listen for my scream and like this isn't premeditated no, at, at all because even like the initial transformation Berthold yeah. was like right now yeah. we're doing this like really so I don't think it's a premeditated like okay you <laughs> stay on the wall and I'm gonna crawl over <laughs> as close as I can and and you can topple over and say like i think it was genuinely rhina being like birdie what are you doing i'm yeah. dying over here please help me yeah. and like genuinely screaming for help it's literally like a moment where even <clears throat> excuse me um i might have just destroyed my voice <laughs> no, honestly <laughs> um <clears throat> but this podcast taking a toll with when aaron is getting choked out by by annie mm-hmm. right and he's like like annie okay that, that's it that's it whatever right yeah yeah like this like, is another moment where rhina's like like, like, Bertolt, Bertolt, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, please. Right. And, uh, and so we get this freaking creepy look of the Colossal mm-hmm. where we see he's exuding so much 
when releasing so much steam mm-hmm. that we know that it takes a toll on the colossal body. The, bo- yeah. the body begins to pretty basically much like the, the mass deteriorate, basically deteriorating. He's basically and, evaporating. Yeah. And so now the muscle tissue is, is mm-hmm. growing smaller. And we see that now as I refer to as a ghost rider colossal. Yes. Right? It does. looks very similar. And the illustration that we see is so freaking terrifying because mm-hmm. can you imagine being Aaron? Just seeing being so close giant... to freaking ripping this traitor's head off. Mm-hmm. Then you see this massive colossal titan in such a freakish Just manner. Just all skeleton. All skeleton falling on you with its mm-hmm. mouth wide open. And you see yeah. in that, in and that like moment. Like with intention too. You see in that moment, the mouth literally with it being open is about to like almost like consume like like both of them. Yeah. Right? That's how big the colossal is. Um, yeah. So, Eddie also mentioned in chat that that part when the colossal starts to drop is like, I felt that. Yeah. And he says, and AJ and Lexi really coming through for us trying to make the podcast authentic as possible with the voice acting. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. We appreciate we the kind words, my best. friend. Yeah. We really um, do try And that's best. what it is because, again, you know, we're we're all fans of AOT, mm. right? So, it's like, we're if we're going to talk actors. about it, we're going we're gonna to do it right. We, we want to, you know honor the episodes that we go ahead and we break down or by trying to do the best we can to go ahead and bring the characters to life and bring the scenes to life. And and the idea is that for anybody listening to it, I want you to recall the moment. Anybody who knows AOT, mm-hmm. I want you to listen yeah, to us to and I want you to actually like exactly visualize the scene because that's what it's all about, man. You know, we, we want to just kind of create that authentic, you know, kind of like, you know, just... Yeah, I want, you to, I want to you to life. see what we are seeing. Yeah, and I know that we mentioned before that we would absolutely love to be voice actors. You know, oh, we yeah, it's, we aspire to be that. You know, and this is kind of like also uh, a fun little perk that we do with the with the podcast is you know we get to go ahead and kind of you hone know, in again, on our voicing, bring skills. these characters to life and stuff. You know, and we do the best that we can. Um, and uh, yeah, I would just love to go ahead and uh, and uh, continue to 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 bring these characters to life for you guys. And uh, Eddie also chimed in and Lexi has a great point. Just goes to show how great of partners they were together. Mm-hmm. The way they are able to just read each other in, t- in times of quick judgment. Like, that's just perfect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know? Because like I said, it, it's it's not a premeditated thing. Nope. It was very much just like a, okay, like, I need help. I'm going to get as close as I can to you. And then you, I trust you to do what you got to do and save us and da, da, da. Yeah. And yeah, that does show how they were... Yeah, they're really, really great, like partners. Yeah, they, yeah, they I mean they have that again, that kind of like uh, that same wavelength, wavelength. They seem kind of like that that chemistry that they have, yeah. you know, where they are able to kind they of know uh, what each other's thinking. You know, not have the coordinated attacks, not have mm-hmm. the kind of like already planned, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the the they just have the trust agenda in is. each other. Yeah, trust um, that the other person will will be there yeah. for sure, right? And he um, knows that he's just sitting up there. So I'm sure. I'm sure Birdie's initial like transformation too was just like, okay, I'm not going to do anything rash. I'm yeah. going to be here for support in case he needs me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting into the towards the end of this episode when we see uh, the colossal looking like Ghost Rider and yeah. coming in with his mouth wide open after being a skeleton head, a skull. Yeah. Um, where is Ymir at this point? That's a good question. I don't know. Where did she go? Yeah. Did she, what? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> because the Titan himself, the Colossal, opens up his mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't see what the heck happens. No, there's no there's no Ymir in there. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some more kind of 
clarification in the next mm-hmm. episode when we go ahead and we actually look at the episodes we try to you know we go through our process of, of yes yeah, so of actually and stuff, analyzing right? and weirdly enough we see things that we didn't see before yeah. when we go and actually analyze and rewatch well, maybe we'll get the answers at that point but that is a great question though mm-hmm. for sure where the heck did she go and then the other the other guy's dead. scout the, the other, other guy dead. I, the sorry yeah um, birdie's a cannibal i'm convinced <laughs> that ymir is only able to survive because she is a titan user yeah right? oh definitely whereas the other person's not and so it's probably their bodies melting he and he didn't swallow her obviously yeah. otherwise he would would he turn into a jaw i don't know we talked about it and i don't think they, that the Titans will kind of like at least for those two Titans. I don't know if that would. Yeah, I don't think a jaw and a colossal could combine. Yeah, but um, yeah, he obviously didn't doesn't swallow her. He just yeah. is keeping her in in his mouth. But then like, is there a point where when he turns into like his head is like a skull? Is there like openings for her? And then there's I don't know. And then he falls down, opens his mouth wide open. Where is she? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe we'll, we'll find out we'll next find episode. Out sure. Tune in, guys. But. This moment here that we are talking about is just further indication that for the poll question, mm-hmm. the right choice is to stay on top of the wall. Yeah. Because if, say, again, as the both of us, as Eddie and as Kyron, have all chosen to be up there on top of the wall, right? We're kind of in a wait and see approach. Yes. All we would have had to deal with was just the colossal releasing steam. We're off at a safe mm-hmm. distance, right? Okay. Checking um, to see if that stream yeah. was to call in others, looking yeah. at checking surroundings. Yeah. But then, you know, we see our threat go and just fall and, you know, like, okay. <laughs> sorry, that's that not much we could have done. Sorry. We're, we're not in, we're not on the ground and we're not yeah. going to be in that freaking giant explosion and that crazy little chaotic cloud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So again, it's uh, further proof that we'll support from there. Yeah, the best choice is to be on top of the wall. <laughs> yeah, um, we survived, guys. Good job. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. For now. But one thing we definitely saw is we saw a weak weak point in uh, in Rhina and his yeah. armor Titan. Um, yeah, the plan was executing extremely well. Still haven't quite figured out that colossal Titan. I know. But we'll I get you. We'll get you. We'll get you. <laughs> Um, he was within the way. We were close. Yeah. We were very close. So um, he was just being a heater up there. They were so close. Now, I want to ask. Aaron would have ripped his head off, right? Yeah, that would have been. That would have definitely been. That would have happened, goal. right? Yeah, he would have ripped off his head, okay. and then uh, I don't know what the goal would have been from there. I don't know if he would have just like I'm going to eat him lost control like he did with Annie and was like attempting to eat her or but and then who would have known if Birdie would yeah don't know yeah so now makes me ask this question now as Kyron had kind of mentioned earlier in this episode Mm -hmm. so say that Aaron rips the armor Titan's head off say it exposes the Titan user Rhina. Yeah. And say the Colossal decides to go ahead and free fall and crash onto them. Mm-hmm. Onto the Titan user. Yeah. What does that onto do to Rhina? Rhina. Yeah. Uh, that's... Does that moment when Rhina's body is exposed, mm-hmm. right? And you have this Colossal Titan he would falling just... on top of him. I'm guessing he would just go into a coma state. Okay. So his body and would have would, been probably, would need to be retrieved. Yeah. Like he would have been pretty much out of out of commission, but not dead. Yeah. Just in a coma. So it would have been between 
one of the scouts or Baratold or yeah. Aaron to retrieve. So would that have been Rhina? Baratold's decision then. Quick thinking to retrieve Rhina and get the hell out of there? Or would he have tried to go ahead and get Rhina, you know, have mm -hmm. an limbless you know, Aaron and strap him to his yeah, back or something or because it's you know, not like because how is he I gonna mean, how is he gonna leave I'm not with guessing that that Bertold is able to turn into a colossal Titan again. I mean, given no. he was only from like the bottom of the ribs up, maybe he has just enough to be this skinny colossal yeah. to be able to get out, but I don't know. I, I just I I don't see it happening. Yeah, so it's like, okay, I mean, if Rhina does somehow survive that, like you say, he's in a comatose state, which mm -hmm. means that Berto has to figure out how to escape with the both of them. Mm -hmm. And the decision, do I take Aaron with me? Mm -hmm. You can't take Ymir. I mean, wherever she's at right now. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know, man. So She's but, under his tongue. Oh, no. This <laughs> is interesting to kind of think about the, uh, you know, kind of like, I don't know. The yeah, ifs like or theoretically, about, what yeah. like if this did happen, then um, yeah. All right, but, uh, but yeah, very interesting. Um, I feel like we got into some good final thoughts here. Is there anything else we, we should kind of mention, Lex, and what we kind of talked about? I think we talked about kind of the big moments here. Um, right? the biggest thing I just wanted to talk about was like, what the where the, the heck Ymir? is Ymir? Yeah. Um. But no, I feel like we brought attention to pretty much everything that I that I saw that I wanted to analyze and everything. And I mean, yeah, I think we did a pretty good job of analyzing everything that yeah. I had noticed. So we'll leave it at that moment. Then and we're gonna find out what the heck happened, right? Mm -hmm. we continue Join on us the next time, guys. Um, so yeah, that that wraps up then uh, this episode of Attack to Talk podcast. Um, thank you guys for who, whoever joined us. Um, Thank you to Eddie and to Kyron for joining us along in, yes, in thank chat. thank you guys. Um, Appreciate it very much. For everyone else, remember we, that we stream live. Uh, we're live on Twitch pretty much every Sunday. And yeah. then if anything, if anything changes, changes, guys, the day or the time, we will up to you guys on Instagram. So please follow at Attack to Talk Podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll up to you guys. And uh, while you're signing out, I have to pee really bad <laughs> okay go so ahead i'll be right back Pee and then yeah come back and join us um yeah guys make sure to go and follow us also check out the link tree that we have uh where you guys can go and see the many platforms that we are on um you can go ahead we have a link to spotify you, you guys can listen or watch us on spotify i believe there's an apple uh podcast link there as well um if you want to go ahead and watch us on youtube you guys can do that so the spotify and the youtube episodes will be all be released on thursday oh sorry on fridays uh yeah we decided on releasing them on fridays um and so catch those yeah check out the link for you guys uh also has our twitch channel there um so where you guys can go ahead and kind of follow us on uh twitch so you guys can get updated whenever we go live and then you guys go and follow us on on youtube uh so whenever we release the episode just in case you guys can't catch those lives those live streams um yeah we appreciate everything guys um Appreciate the support, of course. Um, and yeah, it's always fun streaming live and having you guys join us. Um, so again, guys, follow us on Instagram. Check out the link tree. 
And now, of course, we got to go ahead and give our shout out to our good friend, Nate. Nate Plays Bad for uh, just helping us out, man. Just helping helping us out with so much of, again, just the, the setup and so much of the, you know, just the actual production part of it and uh, and helping us get to where we're at now. Uh, because without Nate, it would have it been very difficult to, to, to stream live like we do. Um, so shout out to you, Nate. Uh, go ahead and support him, guys. Check out his Twitch channel, Nate Plays Bad. Um, and I think Nate's going to be, uh, in town coming soon. I believe this week, maybe next week. So, um, yeah, love to go ahead and link up Nate. So we can go ahead and, uh, just kind of catch up. That'd be cool. Thank you, Nate. Yeah. So thank you, Nate, <laughs> for everything. Again, guys, go support him guys. Check out his Twitch channel. And also, uh, you guys can find, I believe the link to his Twitch channel in our episode descriptions. Yes. So let's talk about some merch. Um, also, guys, in our link tree, we have uh, some links to some little merch outlets that you guys can go ahead and, and check out. One of them being Anime Crunch. Uh, that link will send you to their online store where you guys can go ahead and browse through the different kind of uh, merch that they have. They have a lot of different stuff, guys. Go check that out. Um, anything you like, go ahead and go ahead and purchase it, guys. Um, and send us any photos of what you guys buy off of oh, yeah, anything sure. that we mention, yeah. and we'll definitely shout you out. Yeah, for sure. For we'll sure. shout you guys out. And uh, yeah, go ahead and um, check out the... So do I just search up Nate Plays Bad? Ed is asking, and yeah, I think mm -hmm. so. Just Nate Plays Bad. and Yeah, uh, that should just be his username. And it should come up over on Twitch. Um, Nate has been uh, pretty active on, on Twitch as of late. So... Um, Again, if you go, you follow him, you'll get uh, the alerts on whenever he goes live. Yes. But yeah, going back to the uh, to the to the merch. Um, also, in our link tree is a link to Fandomian. Fandomian again, they have a lot of different stuff, and we know that with Halloween coming up, I can only imagine all the different assorted Halloween merch that they have available and that will be available in the coming days, the coming weeks as Halloween gets closer. Um, yeah, so. Keep an eye on that, guys. Yes. Um, go ahead and uh, check that out. Again, click on that link. It'll take you to their online store where you guys will be able to use the promo code. That promo code is Lex. Promo code L-E-X. Uh, use that promo code, guys. Lexi wants to help you guys out, and you guys will be helping her out by using that yes, promo code. Please. Thank um, you, guys. And again, if you, whatever you guys purchase, um, go ahead and uh, let us know. Send us a cool little pic. Mm -hmm. on instagram we'll go ahead and we'll we'll shout you out and we'll uh we also all uh, kinds of stuff we'll tag fandomian to let you guys or let them know that you guys are supporting them um so what's about guys it's about just all the different support and helping each other out and uh yeah so keep an eye on all the different uh incoming merch that's going to be available as well as look at the stuff that's already there mm -hmm. you never know you might find some, some cool stuff um all right so let's talk about some art and uh, in the link tree, guys, if you guys are looking at purchasing anything, uh, any sort of art, uh, we have a very talented artist. We have his Etsy store link in our link tree, and that is uh, Art of Caesar. And if you guys go ahead and click that link, it'll take you to his Etsy store. As I had said, you guys can go ahead and search through the art that he has available on there. So go ahead and uh, check that out, guys. Um, yeah, he's very talented. He's mm -hmm. He's been putting out some really cool stuff. I know that we talked about it. I know, Eddie, you'd mentioned last... Uh, stream that you uh really liked his uh his Kurt Cobain that he did yeah and that, no, that was, was really cool yeah really 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 cool that was talented um so He's in order to guy. in order to see that kind of stuff guys go ahead and follow uh Caesar at art of Caesar on Instagram that's art underscore of 
underscore Caesar underscore. Um, check that out, guys. Go ahead and follow him so that you guys can go ahead and see all the different art that he posts. And it's yeah. very, very cool. Um, and I'll go ahead and throw it to Lexi so she can uh, shout out our friends of the show. Oh, yeah. We have friends of the show. Um, one of them is being Marco. Um, he didn't join us today, but he is very close friend of the show um, and friend in real life. <laughs> um, his Instagram is his name. It's M-A-R-C-0 M-A-M-O-N-E. And he's a really great artist. He's been doing a lot more drawings and everything. He's been really honing in on his skills. So go check it out. And um, yeah, definitely, definitely go check out his stuff. He's he's definitely feeling much more uh, confident in his drawing and stuff now. And uh, very much appreciates all of you guys checking it out, too. So go check him out. Yeah. And then we also have Eddie, yeah. who is a Friend great artist, sure. uh, who is I always forget his username. I know it's Dewan. Dewan. Yeah, right. Dewan. Art Dewan. That's Art what it Dewan. is. Um, which is A R T D E J U A N. Yeah. Um, yeah, so far he has his really, really cool Joker up that has amazing detail and um Darth Vader. Yeah. Which is also really cool. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Check it out, guys. Go ahead and check check out our friends of the show. Go ahead and follow both Marco and follow both Eddie so that you guys can go ahead and uh, see whenever they post. You guys can go ahead and follow along with uh, all the different creative art that they post. And, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, check it out, guys. Um, definitely, Eddie, yeah, Kurt Cocaine is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can only Ooh. imagine uh, all the cocaine that was used in the, the grunge time. <laughs> I know. Sure. Um, Especially. But, uh, there's no need to say thanks, my friend. Uh, thank you for, for everything. We appreciate it. So, Yeah. <clears throat> so without further ado guys thank you guys again so much for the continuous support um that just keeps spreading the word guys you know the more the merrier remember to look out for future spotify q a's uh the questions that we put out we try to think of some good ones for you guys and uh, those are spotify exclusive don't be afraid to go ahead and uh chime in on what you guys think uh, about the question and uh mm-hmm. you know we always appreciate your guys' thoughts we appreciate the feedback we appreciate your guys insight because it just puts a whole new perspective on oh definitely attack on titan sometimes you yeah. know and i love hearing your guys's your guys's feedback and hearing oh, yeah. your guys's reasoning for stuff and how you got to make these thoughts and it's just stuff that we would have never thought of or yeah. you guys bring up examples of things that's like oh dang like you're right I that did that does bring up a great point and mm-hmm. you guys are just you guys are the content <laughs> you guys oh, yeah. are the podcast and we are. wouldn't really have that interesting sure. of a podcast if it wasn't for you guys yeah. so thank you guys so much so definitely um Oh, okay. Eddie's trying to me and says, yeah, I've been watching uh, House of the Dragon. Mm. And you're so right. A live AOT by HBO Max would look amazing. That's yeah. the first thing that came to my mind, okay? I haven't been watching the episodes. I watched a bit of the first episode because that was the premiere of it, you know, the hype and everything. And I watched a little bit of it before we stream live. And yeah, that's the only thing that's going through my mind was as I was seeing how they kind of like created the sets and something like that created the kind of the, the, the houses, the, the town, the villages or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help but think about Shiganshina. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I was like, man, like, so cool. But the budgeting per episode, like... It would need to be... It would insane. need to have serious budgeting. It it's would like, need to be done right. It's like tens of millions per episode. Yeah. It would need to be done done right, for sure, for an actual, authentic, mm-hmm. live-action AOT, right? Because anything... Uh, anything less than that, 
Like it's just gonna be a shit quality, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Eddie's talking the orange brown rooftops. Yeah, it's just I like how the like almost like the the old ruggedness of it too, and and how you could tell it kind of like I don't want to say it looks like a you know a dirty town or whatever, but like I like kind of similar how, vibes. Yeah, it's similar just, aesthetics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it definitely is very similar. More um, rustic. Yeah. So I yeah that's the first thing that came to my mind. So it's cool that you also saw that too, Eddie. Um, but yeah, guys. Again, uh, look out for those future Spotify Q&As. Look out for the future poll questions that we give you guys um, because those are always fun to go ahead and find out too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, those also kind of like start up conversations. Oh, yeah. Well those will be, those can be half the, half the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so those, will, those are on Spotify as well as uh, on our Instagram. Yes. Courtesy of, of Zach. Yes. That goes and he posts the the poll questions, um, which I appreciate very much. So, again, guys, um, we stream live on Sundays. Join us; it's a lot of fun. You know, um, our friends here that join us now and who are our reoccurring guests. Yes. You know, we appreciate you. you guys so much. It makes the episodes just so much more fun. I know yeah. it's fun to go in and talk about Attack on Titan. But then when you have other like-minded friends who just appreciate and enjoy um, AOT, it just makes it so much more fun. Oh, yeah. You know? And again, as we mentioned, we love uh, you guys chiming in and telling us your guys' insight. We love, like, even like when Eddie goes and he tells us about certain kind of moments or, you know, he talks about kind of like more detailed stuff or he gives insight or a little even, uh, did you know, kind of moments, stuff like that. Like, I enjoy those, right? I enjoy just when we have people just kind of giving us their kind of, you know, insight on something we had talked about you know even early on in the episode when we begin to go ahead and talk about the questions the poll and all that you know when you guys hear live live with us we're able to go ahead and really go deep into those questions mm-hmm. sometimes which yeah. is a lot of fun so again guys we stream live and uh and yeah so um join us It'd be cool. Yeah, yes, please. Would yeah. love to have you guys there. Love interacting with you guys. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. Uh, so, Eddie also is asking us here. Uh, so, you know how there was a Zack Snyder Justice League on HBO Max? Yes. Yes. Aware. What yeah. about it? Hmm? Mm. So, what are we missing here? <laughs> mm. What's coming next? Tell Mike us, Eddie. Yes. What's going on? Yeah. Imagine if he got the first part of season four released by Wit. That would be amazing. Oh, what the heck? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, if we got the first part. Just like the half. Oh, part if one we got four. if we got the first part of season four released by Wit. Yeah. Oh, okay. If the Damn. if part one of season four was Wit, and then we had and then we had the other the rest of it was Mappa. Yeah. I feel like. I mean, there would have been, I think, a bigger reaction to the... It would have been more glaring, the differences Mm. that we see between MAPPA and WIT. Because at least with season four, they're aged up a little bit. And the only real comparison we get is through flashbacks. But if you're straight up going from part one to part two, different... um, What's the word I'm thinking of? Different... What are WIT and MAPPA? 
companies. Yeah, they're like different, different companies, yeah. I guess. Um, then I feel like there would be a much more glaring difference. And I think that people, a, lo a lot of people just don't like change. Mm -hmm. So I think that people would have definitely responded differently to it. But I like both. So. Yeah. I mean, Eddie's telling us that they, that he thinks that that's how far they got before the studio themselves changed. A studio, that's what I'm thinking of. Studio, yeah. not company. Studio. Yeah. Yeah. So True. if that is the case and there is that kind of content there. Yeah, if we have some uh, part one by wit. That would be crazy. I'd love to see. But as we've said before, any like AOT content that is released is like, mm -hmm. yeah, sign me up for it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be cool. Can I get that, please? <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be crazy, Eddie, for sure. Um, Give me more. But you guys, so um, we got to get out of here. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you guys again for sticking around with us. Mm -hmm. um, as we said, you guys make the experience here. Um, thank you guys for joining us live. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Um, we look forward to streaming live with you guys. And, uh, and yeah. yeah. So, true. all that being said, Thank you for sticking around with us, Eddie. Yes. Thank uh, you, Eddie. We appreciate your support, man. Thank you so appreciate much. Appreciate your feedback. Thank uh, you. We hope that you continue to be well. Um, we hope that you have a good week. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you in the, the next live. For sure. Yes. Um, so with all that being said, guys, you know, you guys know it. Just stay safe. Spread that love. Spread that positivity. You know, just be there for one another. Just as Eddie um, is right now. Great example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, we hate hate and we love love. It's as simple as that, guys. Um, we love you guys. And we hope that you all have a great, productive week. We'll see you guys next time. Um, I am AJ, signing off here, saying goodbye to all my friends out there. And Lexi is... Hi, I'm Lexi, and I'm also signing out and saying goodbye to all you guys. And thank you so much for all that you do and all that you've done and all that you will continue to do. Hope to see you next week, guys. Yeah. Thank you. We'll see you guys soon, guys. All right? All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.